saw a werewolf with a Chinese menu in his hand. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast did not necessarily reflect the view of Wolfpack Research or any of its officers. The views and opinions expressed by guests are their own and their appearance on this program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. We are not investment advisors. We hold no registrations with the SEC, FINRA, or any other regulatory agency, and none of the opinions expressed on this podcast should be considered investment advice. Listeners should assume that we have positions in and stand to benefit from any stock or other security mentioned on this podcast. Do your own research before making investment decisions. All right, welcome to the Wolf Den. I'm Dan David, and I'm here with part of the pack because we're talking about election day predictions. Little little special show we're having for you today. Going to be a short segment, hopefully no more than a half hour. And only part of the pack is here because some of the pack doesn't even want to talk about the election. I don't blame them. I don't know that I want to talk about the election, but it's topical. It relates to finance, and I do respect that some are just tired of election talk, and some are, I don't want anything I say can and will be held against me. I think there's a bit of both of that going on. Having said that, we're going to push forward, and we're going to try and make some predictions, kind of like we did with Nicola, and I think a lot of those predictions came true with uh, DOJ investigations and SEC investigations just a couple days later. So let's see if we can be two for two. And I'm going to go around the table. I've got Carl, our engineer. God help us all. He will weigh in. (laughs) I said weigh. (laughs) In on uh, some of the election. It's a a heavy opinion. It it is a heavy opinion. Uh, And uh, Reed? Our lead analyst, he's he's ready to wade into this, too, and give us a Texas perspective that is more Austin, Texas than Texas, I think. But more moderate. Yeah, I like that. I think that's good. All right. So I've got a couple questions I've written down here. Just the basic stuff, and we'll just touch it off. Starting with you first, Reed, what do you think happens on Election Day? Do you think we have a result? a definitive result after election day as in tuesday night like a that is election, election day yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i've heard i don't think so no you don't um given i can't remember which state it was mm-hmm. uh ruled you know their court ruled um you can mail in ballots up to 9 days after election day I thought it was three, but it could be nine. P- PA is three. Wisconsin, Wisconsin. is nine. Nine. Wow. Yeah, so I don't think there well, will it's be- It's a good thing that Wisconsin isn't one of the more important states in this right. election. Right. Right. I th- yeah, I think there'll be enough uncertainty that they won't be able to call it on Tuesday. Well, I'll say this. If, if Biden wins Wisconsin election night, Wisconsin's gone because Trump's not going to make it up with a mail-in, in my opinion. So- Trump would have to win Wisconsin on election night, I would think, or be ahead, I should say, for it to still be in play the day after the election. What say you, Carl? I think we're going to know who the winner is in early January. Really? Yeah. The 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 election, I think, will end up a slight win for Trump or showing him ahead election night. And then a lot of the catch up mail-in voting like Pennsylvania has some ridiculous rules where 
they're not even counting the votes from mail-in that they've already gotten. So you won't be able to call Pennsylvania. Wisconsin is, you know, sometime in 2021, they'll finish their mail-in and everything like that. Uh, and then any other states with counting. It's some of that segmentation of the election rules where, you know, you're not allowed to pre-count things, I think is going to create a ridiculous amount of chaos. Yeah, there are some states that can't open the ballots. I mean, the uh, mail-in ballots until election day. That's right. So that'll that'll slow some things down. For my part, uh, and we're in Pennsylvania now. Uh, since COVID nineteen hit, we moved our operations back from uh, New York City back to Pennsylvania. Uh, I think that was a good decision. But being here and feeling it, I don't feel like there's going to be a clear winner in Pennsylvania on election night either. This is going to be a fucking shit show. So what do we what do we what else do we think is going to happen with election day? Do we see any kind of now I'm talking day of violence erupting, line chaos, say internet outages for some people? I'm hearing that. Yeah. Um <laughs> I wouldn't rule out some kind of chaotic event caused by you know either Either side, yeah. Um, well, either side or international um, actors uh-huh. uh, relating to cyber attacks, cyber attacks, mm-hmm. the energy grid. Who knows? Oh, the energy grid. Well, you're going, you're going there. Well, I mean, it is feeble. I'll give you that. Yeah. But well, that's kind of an act of war, right? Overt. Right. Well, so is so would cyber attack. Overt energy grid. Overt. Yeah. 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 But okay. I can tell you this. I think that we will not have chaos in North Dakota. It's pretty contentious there. I think we'll be fine <laughs> in Wyoming, Montana. Uh, I think where we'll have this kind of thing happen will be Pennsylvania, Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's in a state called Illinois. Yeah. California. Uh, I don't know that Illinois is going to be a problem that's going to go solid blue. I think these things will happen in contentious states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Florida. I hear, I hear Florida and Texas. Texas, I, I hear, is now in play, which is yeah. I think crazy. But I guess they did have they did have Ann Richards as a governor once, so they do vote for Democrats too. Yeah, I mean they they've been talking. It's it's been getting closer and closer every mm-hmm. election. It seems like right in that. In part is due to Ted Cruz migration from the south. Oh, okay. Um, if you look at the 2016 map of Texas, uh-huh. uh, you have the border with you know the southwestern border with Mexico is essentially all blue. Yeah, Austin is blue. Beto territory. God, don't even get me started. Yes, um, Austin is blue. Houston has some blue. The rest is red. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, and that's a growing population that can vote. I I, I think it's also going to be more micro in, in a way. Uh, just in 2016, they had the uh, supposed Black Panthers doing voter intimidation at polls in in some of the different cities, and then on the on the other side, they had you know those those wonderful militia guys showing up with uh, you know their portable arsenals strapped, hanging out in front of polling stations, saying, "I'm here to make sure it yeah, goes I right." I, yeah. I mean. You have clowns on both sides, which it almost makes – Reed mentioned moderate. It, it makes it hard – a hard spot for someone who's moderate to, to 
to feel comfortable in either party. Yeah, I, you know, th- that whole voter intimidation thing really bugs me. Like, don't don't show up at a poll with an M sixteen or you know a howitzer, yeah. <laughs> please. Or w- whatever you think it is your right to have, uh, it's 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 fucking ridiculous. I, I mailed in my vote, by the way, so I'm. I'm one of and, those guys who mailed it in, and I got confirmation that it was received. And wow, despite all the warnings that the mail system was broken and you wouldn't be able to mail it in. Well, I I, I voted pretty early, so we'll we'll see what happens. I think I think they thought that that was going to be a problem later in the process, like Tuesday, Wednesday, and a few days after the election, and, and it could be because uh, you know I don't know that our infrastructure was built for five, ten times as many people mailing in a vote, you know, all of a sudden in this this one election, but we'll see. Yeah, okay. I mean, for my part, I never received my ballot, even though I registered for... So you know, don't have a ballot? No. So you didn't, you didn't have voted? Wow. Nope. Are you allowed to vote on Tuesday? Are you allowed to go to the polls and vote because you, you did actually I, I, request a mail-in ballot and didn't I, receive one? I believe so. No, I would... I. I'm not sure about that. I think once you request a mail-in ballot, you're you're listed as somebody who's mailed it in. I don't know. That'll be interesting. Yeah. You see, I think it's going to be things like this that come up that people mm-hmm. are, gonna, are just going to say this is an invalid election, and I just I hate this whole thing because, for my part, and I'll bring this up now, I am committed to the same thing I've done for every election since my you know early 30s anyway. Whoever wins, I support them. Democrat, Republican, at least day one, at least on the first day, they get my support. And it's up to them to continue to have it or to lose my support. Uh, With President Trump, of course, he's been in office for four years, so I'm really more talking about Biden if he wins than, you know, even though he was a vice president just a few years ago, I feel it's our duty to, you know, be positive, at least on the first day. Yeah. Be American. So you agree with that? Yeah. What about you, I agree with that. For for sure. And, and, you know, a wise man once said, who ran for Congress at one point, um, it's one policy at a time. that That was me answering a question about whether I'm a fan of any sitting politician. And and the the answer is always no because they're a sitting politician. <laughs> you have to judge them one policy at a time, and you can't you can't cede your your judgment to them prior to their decision, or be against them prior to your decision. And I think being a fan of a politician should probably wait until they're out of office. That's just my opinion. For sure, and and I think that creates an in- interesting dynamic in the current election. It seems from polling that. More people are not necessarily for Biden, but they're more for against more for being against Trump. Yeah, I know that it's it works both ways that way. Like a lot of people didn't vote for Trump. They voted against Hillary. Yeah. And I I hope we get away from that. I've said this in my previous podcast. My God, do we need a third party? Yes. Uh, Or a third and a fourth. And it's just so hard to get one. And I understand there's the Green Party, you know, who's, you know, for green energy. I'm not sure what else they're for. That's the problem. Libertarians are for, you know, I don't know, everything. Doing whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. So we, we really need something in the middle, but we digress. So 
Do we see any surprises happening for election day? I mean, I guess we kind of talked about whether there's going to be rioting interference. interference. Um, I mean, I think there's a potential or the potential for Trump to do what he did in 2016 and win... um, you know, completely turn the the polls on their heads, and uh... I I see zero chance of that happening. Really? Yeah. I, I I mean I I think that even if he's ahead, he'll declare victory no matter what. I mean I see that happening. He'll he'll say I won, uh, but it pretty much doesn't matter with so much mail in voting going on that. Well, that's true. Yeah, Joe Biden's not going to concede. Uh, that first night. Uh, so I, I just don't think, I think we all, we're all agreeing that there's not going to be a clear decision that night. So that's, that's one in the books that we're going to be right or wrong about. So that being the case, what do we think happens on day two, say Wednesday? Do we think there's going to be any rioting anywhere? Yes. A hundred percent. I I can't see there how there isn't. Right. Do we want to take any guesses at where it'll be Philadelphia? Philadelphia, New York, Los Angeles. Philadelphia might be hard because they've already deployed the the National Guard and they're they're kind of there for, from a more recent incident. But um, I, well, Port, I don't Portland, Port, Seattle. Well, Portland hasn't stopped riding no, since 2014. Yeah. So, right. mm-hmm. uh, but I think I think there'll be something in Texas for sure in uh, Florida. Um, Carolina, that that race with Lindsey Graham is, is ridiculously contentious, and I, I would almost say hundreds of millions of dollars have gone into that. So I yeah. think the major cities are, are up. New York. Please, they 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 seem to be rioting just because a leaf fell the wrong way anymore. Yeah. Um, wh- why do you say Texas? Well, it, it, the dynamic seems to have changed there a little bit since 2016. You, you know, yourself talked about the blue and the red in the area. And they're becoming, in, I think the, the radicals that we've talked about are now becoming emboldened because their, the, their, their violence is almost rewarded in, in a way. I, I, it seems like there hasn't been a lot of rioting in Texas. Not in it, Texas. I mean, is, I, I, have, you, have you been to Texas lately? Have you been there at all ever? Yeah, I think you did there. You traveled there in business once in a while, yeah, right? Yeah, a few times. Dallas, Houston. Yeah, I've every motherfucker's got a gun in Texas. Yep. Right. I mean, so you know, riding takes on a different kind of attitude there. Like, there's, I, it's a little more peaceful. Um, so I was in, well, both Austin for a short period of time and, um, Dallas area, DFW area, um. Right after the George Floyd incident. Mm-hmm. And murder. Sure. <laughs> and um Yeah, in Dallas there was a little bit one night and they shut that shit down mm-hmm. right away. Right. Um in Austin you had the worst thing that I saw was some people setting a homeless guy's um, uh, stuff on fire, like That'd his mattress. Awful, actually. It's pretty, yeah. It's, a, a guy climbed a building and shot five cops in Dallas not too long ago. Uh, that oh, was like yeah. that was like five or ten years ago. Yeah, it at was, the courthouse. Yeah, 
Yeah, that that, that was quite a while ago. Um, I'm Different. Pretty, I'm pretty sure they got them. But yeah, the 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 I would call them more protests than riots in Austin. Yeah, because it's mostly college kids. I hate um, to I hate to kind of admit like anybody's right or wrong in this election ahead of time. But you, you kind of have to say that Trump has been right about the fact that if there's going to be extended, prolonged, quote-unquote, riots, they're probably going to be in Democratic-governed states yeah, and, and, and cities. So Texas not being in that boat. Um, that, that's just been my you know, armchair observation of how that's going. And they're so hesitant to, to stop it, which is the crazy part. I mean, if I owned a business or, or a residence in, in Portland, I mean, I'd be riding in front of the mayor's house. You know what I, what I find interesting is like with, you've got Vice News who's fearless, right? They go into Afghanistan, they go into Ukraine, they go in everywhere. And nobody went into Seattle uh, when, they, when they had their little Chad city or whatever. Ugh. And or Chaz or whatever, uh, and interviewed people or talked to people um, that were kind of hostage there, business owners or whatever. Same thing in Portland. There hasn't really kind of been a postmortem on what what it was like to live in that environment. And maybe maybe we'll see that one day. I think that would be interesting for my part to to see what people who are just kind of caught in it think. All right, so. Moving on from that, we think there's going to be, no matter who wins, there's going to be some kind of violence, which is unfortunate to have to say. For sure. Yeah, I I would agree with that, and I think that's horrible. Uh, for our part, if, if, if this show <laughs> carries one bit of influence, please don't be that guy or girl. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, so y- you, think, you think there will be riots if... Biden wins. Yeah, I do. I, I think it depends on how, if it's close and Biden wins. Yeah, I, th- it's going to be close. And I, this is why I think they'll be riding if Biden wins. Because I don't think Trump will discourage it. I don't, you know, the, the standby kind of a thing with the, yeah. the you know, poor boys or the, book, yeah, play, the, whatever those whatever. guys Whatever. I mean, I don't, I don't think it'll be that discouraged. I think, you know, he'll see it as his posse defending him. And I think that's, that's an unfortunate part of his presidency as much as there are some good policies that, you know, I've been publicly agreeing with and I can take them one policy at a time. I think that that part of it is super unfortunate. Uh, and that's why I think that Republicans would as well. Well, I think if it is close, the, the prediction is a hundred percent, he will say it's rigged and, and not discourage that. Right. Well, I think they both will actually. All right, so because this is um, a finance show, at least notionally, right, what do we think happens to the stock market on Wednesday? Oh. Place your bets. Oh. Um. Yeah. I think Monday is going to be a massive sell-off, uh-huh. um, and then depending on the the, the result and the – probable likelihood of riding, I think it recovers somewhat during the by the end of the week. But I think Monday actually is a, is the scarier day. And I think that people are going to say, F this, I'm getting all my money out, going to be as liquid as freaking possible because who knows what the hell is going to happen. What about Tuesday? 
Tuesday scarier than Monday? I think it'll just be continuation. I think Monday is going to be so fucking catastrophic that yeah. Tuesday is just going to be like, oh, well, you know, it's just part of Monday. I find myself in a very familiar position of disagreeing with everything Carl just said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I don't I don't think Monday will be a huge sell-off or Tuesday. I think that's kind of everybody just kind of holding steady. I mean, if it's coronavirus, COVID-related, yeah, like like what has been happening today, this is Friday before the election, mm-hmm. uh, I could see that. Uh, but the unrest, you know, let me get liquid because of that. I don't see that happening. Sure. I think Wednesday, I think there will be a sell-off Wednesday. And here's why. I think if if it's leaning towards Trump as the winner Wednesday, then you're going to have riots in a bigger way and protests in a much bigger way. Uh, and if it's Biden that's winning, people might start to like think about companies that are going to have to pay 30% more in taxes next year. And how that benefited them four years ago is, is really going to hurt companies next year if they're going right at it, you know, going right up to 28%. I think that's going to start getting factored in quickly. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to bet against the market late Monday uh, or Tuesday, planning that Wednesday is not going to be good. That's my prediction for what it's worth. Not big bets, right? I'm just going to throw a little something out there like it's the Super Bowl because I think that this event will be more watched than the Super Bowl. So why not? But that's what I think will happen. What about you, Reed? Um, yeah, I mean, I agree definitely if, if it is leaning toward Biden, the market should sell off. I can't think of any reasonable explanation for why it wouldn't, because, you know, you're looking at- Because the market's been so reasonable. <laughs> well, that's why I, I clear, I made that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're looking at an economy that isn't- growing year over year because of COVID, obviously. We're facing, you you see what's happening in Europe right now. Yeah. We've got, you know, countries going back into lockdown, um, cases hitting new highs in New York, uh, New Jersey today, hospitalizations. So I think we're going to see another probably worse round of that. I don't know how much, I mean, the economic activity is going to slow down. And on top of that, to compensate for the the tax hike from 21 to 28%, you would have to grow earnings uh you know, income before taxes by 9.8% just to break even. Yeah, to compensate. Just to mm-hmm. show no growth. Right. If you're not growing by almost 10%, in the pre-tax income, mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be down. Right. So you can basically take 10% off S&P 500 earnings mm-hmm. and apply a multiple to it and figure out. I think that uh, the one saving grace for um, Biden raising taxes would be if the Republicans hold on to the Senate. Uh, so, and, and that's in doubt right now, right? So there's, they've got th- a three, uh, member lead. Uh, 
uh, if they lose the Senate, that's absolutely yeah. That's a day that's one. A, that's a, that's a done deal. Day one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, look, that's that's a quick rundown of what we think. Any you guys got anything else to add to that? Um, any kind of rosy prediction? Want to end it on a high note, or are you just gonna stay well armed? The latter. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's so sad. It is. It's unfortunate that we end up with two candidates that are so far apart and so so extreme to either side uh, in parties that are so far apart uh-huh. that I agree completely with what you said earlier. You know, eventually we need a third or fourth party or a rehaul of the system. Yeah. Overhaul of the system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, people have been saying the exact same thing that you've just said since, you know, Nixon and Kennedy. It's oh, a know, good that I can remember. And, um, you know, I mean, look, you couldn't get more far apart than Carter and Reagan. So, but it's, it does seem to be, you know, since Tip O'Neill was a Speaker of the House and probably was a more moderate, willing to work with administration kind of a, a leader. Uh, the to me the House of Representatives had been just the the worst part of of the process. But having said that, here's to hoping that uh, there are no riots. Here's to hoping that there's a clear winner. Here's to hoping that you know we can get back on track and start to care for one another again. Yes. Why not hope? You know. Yeah. Uh, all right. So thank you for joining us uh, for our special ed- election edition of the wolf den uh i hope that uh our most dire predictions don't come true but we shall see we may do we may do a remote edition on wednesday or thursday if things start to go a little nuts in the market so stay tuned and coming up next friday we will have soren anandal as our guest uh short seller who's very very interesting it's a really fun uh, conversation, kind of like it was with John Carnes, a uh, lot of laughs and some real insight into who Soren is. So I hope you join us then, and thanks for staying with us and uh, and tuning in. <laughs>